pioneers of esports podcast. Get ready. We'll start over. This is uh, Mr. Joe Frankino. If you look up the Blockbuster Video Game World Championships on the Google machine and the top several results, you're going to find a bunch of articles about a guy who streams named Dr. Disrespect who self-claimed two-time Blockbuster Video Game World Champion. So he's kind of a pro wrestling type figure. He's a good game player, but he's more of an entertainment guy. And uh, his uh, his claim to fame on that is, is a bit fictitious. And unfortunately, uh, you can't really find too many of the real competitors in that thing. But Mr. Joe here, he wrote a blog article about, what, 10 years ago? Yeah, it was like right after I was just like out of college, maybe like four years. And I was just like, I need to write stuff. And I just like, this is cool. And I'll write this. It's kind of a unique experience for me. So I chose to wrote a, write about that. And you were like... 11 or so at the time when you when you mm-hmm. made the championship so you were among the younger competitors there uh, from my experience or at least from my memory i was probably the second youngest i believe the youngest was actually nine years old at the time wow wow mm-hmm. huh so i guess we'll go the long way around then um mm-hmm. so, so you're 11 and you're you there so how the blockbuster championship worked was Every store in the country, and there's thousands of Blockbuster stores at this point. This is the, the peak. This is peak Blockbuster, 1994, mm-hmm. 1995. They've put all of the mom and pop stores out of business, pretty much, and uh, they're trying to make headway into being a bigger player in the video game market. They finally got over their lawsuits with Nintendo for being allowed to rent games in the first place. So now, you know, the big companies are starting to embrace Blockbuster as a company and Blockbuster's turning around and saying, okay, let's do this championship thing. So uh, I first heard about it in GamePro magazine and I was rereading the issue today. It's issue 59 if you really want to uh, find a torrent of it or whatever you want to call it and download it for yourself and see what it was about. Uh, but you got to pick between Super Nintendo and Sega Genesis, which was an interesting twist. It wasn't, you know, one company specific. Although Sega embraced it, they allowed Blockbuster to use first-party games, while Nintendo was kind of had their own thing going. And uh, as a result, you had to play like NBA Jam and Clay Fighter and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter. So it wasn't like the uh, best representation of Super Nintendo games at the time. But uh, so I guess well, I'm talking too much. So go ahead, and take us through your journey. So you're going to the, you go to the store tournament on your 11, and how does, how does that go down? Okay, so the way it worked was you played one game, one week, and you just went to the store three different times to play those three games. Um, The first game was NBA Jam. You played played one half against the computer. You got scored based on how many points you got in the game and if you beat the computer player. Uh, The second week was Sonic the Hedgehog 3, which was just whatever your score was at the end of the time period. That was your score. Like a five-minute time period, you think? That sounds about right, yeah. Um, and then the third game was Virtual Racer for the Genesis, which I think it was like a time trial, just complete three laps or of whatever course. Yeah, according to the thing I read today, uh, you got a time trial on the medium track, and it just took your best lap time. So you got five laps, and you just took your best lap. That sounds about right. So um, my score in NBA Jam was really mediocre, and I did not beat the computer. What really set me over the top was Sonic 3, because in that game, if you get a perfect on a special stage, you get 50,000 points, which is mm. way more than anything you could get, like just beating up enemies and get, getting to the end of the stage. Right. And, and apparently nobody in my 
store did the special stage and I did. So like, that's like, cool. I just win the store just from that. Like I just don't just show up a virtual racer and you pretty much got it. So that's what ended up happening. That's nice. real interesting. The, uh, the, the guidebook I was reading had like the locations of the three special stages mm-hmm. in the first two zones. Mm-hmm. So like anybody was half paying attention could have figured that out, but mm-hmm. Here's the 11 year old walking in and getting a perfect score and going mm-hmm. on to uh, what, however, the, what was it, the next step along the line? So, yeah, the, that, the, go ahead. Yeah. So, the next step was the uh, regionals, which in my area was in New York City at the South Street Seaport. And it was effectively just a single elimination tournament in NBA Jam, where you just played against another human player and you played a half, and whoever had the most goes on in the bracket. Interesting. So mm-hmm. where where was where was the store that uh, so I mean I guess the first question would be where you're from what part of uh, what part of Jersey New York you know that type of thing but gotcha. uh, yeah so what was the store that you actually won where was that store located that was in Smithtown New York which is on Long Island in Suffolk County um, there was another store nearby in Hopak at the time I could have gone to there either but just arbitrarily I just chose Smithtown which whatever. Yeah, that was going to be my second question was, uh, was there anything preventing you from going to multiple stores at that time? I don't remember, to be honest with you. I want to say there was probably, but I can't say definitively that there was a rule against it. Got it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to disclaim that um, I don't remember much about this tournament. I know I took part in it. I have one of the placards here for the second one. With my name up here, let me show you that. With my name on it. So I, I did take part in it at some point mm-hmm. in my life. I just mm-hmm. don't remember much about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of questions that I'm going to ask. I The reason why I asked about the stores was because uh, Mike Iorossi, who was the Nintendo World Champion from 94, he, uh, he and I went to the Blockbuster tournament, and they told us we can't play because we were over 18. <laughs> they okay. had a rule that was absolutely nowhere in any of the documentation that you can't play unless you're under 18 so we um, fought that pretty hard go ahead the strategy guide that i brought up today first rule is you had to be 20 younger than 20 or younger oh it was right in the book right in the magazine so you were you were not 19 you were not 20 yet you were i wasn't 20 i was mike might have been 20 he was probably 22 at the time Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I guess you just looked over age and they don't bother reading. It's, it's a blockbuster employee. So mm-hmm. yeah. well, they, they specifically said 18 and I remember that because I was so mm-hmm. pissed about it. And, wow. um, they ended up, they ended up saying, okay, well, we're going to get rid of that rule. And so they let us compete. We ended up going to multiple stores. I think we won probably about 10 to 12 different stores. <laughs> was this the second one? Yeah, the second one. I can't remember the first one at all. I got I know I competed in it. I don't remember what happened. I don't even remember there being regionals. Like I literally like my brain just shut off that part of my life. So it's gonna be interesting to kind of hear your take on it and to understand what took mm-hmm. place in those next steps, what those regionals looked like and things like that. So I'm gonna enjoy hearing about that. Okay. Well, unfortunately I can't really tell you too much because <laughs> at the South Street Seaport I got a first round buy, so I had to wait okay. around for like an hour. For the next Oof. round to start, yeah, Growing. and yeah, and I got paired up against somebody like 16 or 17 years old, and he knew what he was doing in NBA Jam, and I super didn't, so I was eliminated in the second round. Now uh-huh. you think you think that's where it ends, right? Because I got eliminated. I wasn't the regional champion. We're not going forward. Fast forward a couple of weeks, I get a thing in the mail. It's like a big packet, 
and it says, congratulations, you've been selected. And I actually have a scanned PDF of this, so I can see Oh, nice. Exactly Very cool. It says, congratulations, you've made it to the Blockbuster Video 1994 World, World Game Championship Finals, the largest and most exciting video game competition in history. And then pages and pages of information. I'm like, <laughs> all right. There was something else that said I was a wild card, which could mean anything, but... I don't have that particular one, but I have most of the documentation that came with it. So, um, yeah, I got a I got a ride to the finals, and that's that was pretty cool. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. So, when you say you got a ride to the finals, what did they exactly give you? Was it a trip to somewhere, or was the was the re, uh, finals going to happen local to you? Mm. So the finals took place in Fort Lauderdale, which was their their hometown. Their, their hometown. So. Mm-hmm. Their trip. So the way they arranged it was, you had to, you had to go on, you had to call a number to get travel arrangements through their specific agent to get there. So um, mine happened to be like take JFK and then transfer in like Charlotte or something and then go to Fort Lauderdale. And this was before 2001, so they were able to have somebody meet you directly at the gate. And then they took you directly to the shuttle, which took you directly to the hotel. Like there was like, as soon as you got off the plane, your movement was pretty much controlled. Like you could not sightsee, you couldn't do anything. It was like, here's hotel. And then hotel, here's dinner, dinner, here's go to bed. And then when you wake up in the morning, go to convention center. It was, it was really, really structured. Yeah. Yeah. How about the plus one situation? They get to take one parent or two parents or. It was one parent. Mm-hmm. So and, that fight uh, must have been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was. It was. I. It's just like whatever. It was just like me and mom just taking the taking a flight. Just like all right, we're doing this thing, and we're all excited the entire time. And for us, it was just like it's what three hours total worth of commute from New York to to Florida. So not terrible. It's just I'm gonna play video games. I'm gonna play video games. It was just right. It was really Nice. And so, um, so what was, what was it like, uh, in the, in the finals? Like, what was it like being there? What was kind of like the ambiance? What was it like to be just a part of that in history? Okay. So, um, Saturday, um, day one, we all get out of the shuttle from the hotel and the convention center is just, it seems big. I don't know if it was big, but it just seems big. Right. And the way they had it set up was you, you enter and to either your left or your right, there are video game demos happening. So um, all around the, the games that I remember were games that haven't yet been released, but like were like pretty close to it. So like Beavis and Butthead for both systems, Sega Genesis and SNES, um, Super Return of the Jedi was there as well. Um, I don't remember if Maximum Carnage was there or not, but that would make sense if it was, so on and so forth. But there was just video games all around there. Was this open to the public, Was or was this just exclusively for the contestants? I think this was just for the contestants. I don't remember there being a space for the public. Okay. So um, after you get out to the sides, in the center, it was sort of like, I want to say like a dome but it, it sort of was because you have on like one side you have like stands that go up maybe 
five or six high, and then on the other side, it's five or six high. One side is Sega Genesis, one side is Super Nintendo. And then a little bit past that, you had the actual game um, stations where players played in eight-player teams is how they divided it up. So you were on a team, and you just all played the game at the same time. It was just a way for Blockbuster to just um, organize the players. Got it. Was the um, games you played, was it the same as the qualifying rounds, or what did you have to play? Oh, no. Yeah, so Uh, (laughs) part of the packet was, here's a list of all the games you play, here's a list of all the options, all the parameters, so you can practice, and then when you got to the finals, you knew exactly what was going to happen. So you still got that? I do, in fact. Awesome. Yeah, let's see. Dory and I are suckers for this stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Preserving history. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So I'll start with just the Sega Genesis ones because that's the ones that mattered to me. Mm-hmm. You have the uh, SNS ones too. Excellent. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So for Sega Genesis, um, this is not in the order that we played them in, but this is in the order that it was in the packet. Sure. Um, the first game in the packet was Incredible Hulk. Um, Normal difficulty, start at level one. Everyone has to play as Hulk. You get uh, the controller is the three-button configuration. You play for four minutes or your final score at the end of three lives, and you just get as many get as many points as you can. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next game was Mario Andretti Racing. Played one player, single race, with an Indy car. They tell you that the paint, the transmission, the car number is player's choice. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the s- track is Playland, and you play th- for three laps. Skill level pro, um, player's choice on the driver view, player's choice on the speedometer. Music and sound effects have to be on for some reason. Then <laughs> <laughs> not want it to be boring. <laughs> and the uh, controller is player's choice. And let's see. Interesting. So who published Incredible Hulk? Because uh, Mario uh, Andretti was an EA game, so this is interesting that you're having a bunch of different publishers mm-hmm. sponsoring this guy. So yeah, I do not remember what the publisher was for that. I'll tell you, I actually have it, but I don't want to go run grab it. And instead, I'll use the interwebs. Yeah, we figure that out quick. Okay, I have a stinking Genesis collection behind me, but where it's buried. So it was. Uh, let's see. It was. It looks like it was made by U.S. Gold. No, no, that's the that's the company that does the comics. They couldn't have possibly done the game too, right? Probably they were doing like a lot of those European. Then yeah, I'm gonna go with U.S. Gold here. It looks like that's who it was. Uh, published by U.S. Wow. Gold. Yep, absolutely. So it was U.S. Gold that did it. That's crazy. Okay. The next Sorry, game. Us, but, you know, yeah. we love our tangents. Cool. I'm okay with that. <laughs> The next game is Jungle Book. Um, normal difficulty, music and sound effects have to be on, triggers are player's choice. Basic game start at level one. All players must be Mowgli. Three bun configuration, four minute stopwatch, get enough points. That seems pretty easy. Um, I will say something. Yeah. Yep. So, about this game, something I do remember about this when I was playing it on stage is in this game, the score counter counts incrementally when you pick up something. So oh, interesting. Yeah. So like a pinball mechanical yep. counter. Yeah. Yeah. So 
the rules that we got, and I can go over this later, was your score at the end of four minutes. So once four minutes hits, hit your start button, and whatever's on the screen, that's it. Mm-hmm. But when I played my game, I grabbed a power-up or something or an item at like the last second, my score was still counting up. So mm. I, hit, I, I, hit, I hit four minutes, I hit pause at four minutes like I was supposed to, and then I go to the spotter or whoever it was that was officiating the tournament. I was like, hey, I grabbed an item at the last second. Um, can I get that score? He's like, yeah, sure. So I hit the button. It's, I don't make any other movements. The score counts up until it stops, and then I hit the button again. So I'm like, cool, excellent. Okay, cool. Yeah. So they good, let that good go. on that good on that judge. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of judges might have been like, no, you had to pause at that moment and blah yeah. blah blah. So that's good to hear. Yeah. Because you did also, legitimately get that point before the time came up. So. Yeah. And also, I was 11 years old and full of confidence issues, so that was a real win by me at that point. Good, yeah. <laughs> good on you too. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Sega Genesis next game was Super Street Fighter Two. Um, difficulty yeah. four stars. Yes to time limit, super mode normal. Um, you may select the configuration, game type super. Contestant may select any character available on the character select screen. Three button configuration only, four minute stopwatch. Interesting. The contestant plays for four minutes. The contestant score will be whatever appears at the screen at the end of four minutes. If a contestant Ooh, wins. Score. Yeah. I, huh. Yeah. If a contestant wins best two out of three matches, his character will go on to face another opponent. All points carry over. If a contestant loses two out of three matches, he may choose to either keep his score, at which point the game is over, or he may choose to continue, at which point the previous score is erased. The, wow. contestant, the contestant may select a new character if he wishes, or may continue to play the same uh, same character. In either case, <clears> the <throat> score will carry over from match to match. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. How'd you do How'd, that? Yeah, oh, I was yeah. just going to ask that. <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Fighting games were never my forte, so I was right. probably just like, like pick Chun Li and hope for the best. But right, go <laughs> <laughs> oh, good choice. Picked a character yeah. that uh, can score quite a few points, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Because when you're 11, you don't really think about how many points a, you, a character can score. You're thinking like how good the character is and like in the matchup. So it was right. a really different way of thinking about well what does this character need to do like it, what? it yeah this term was in august of that mm-hmm. year yep was super street fighter 2 even out yet it had to have been mm-hmm. because okay. yeah so they made a so blockbuster made a big deal about a game that hasn't been released yet <laughs> that, that, that that will be in the tournament and they said it was going to be in the finals like not the finals but it was going to be in the um in the playoffs, so don't reveal, don't reveal this spoiler. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, we'll to get this. there. Yep. And, All right. And just so you know, Super Street Fighter came out in uh, July of '94 for oh, so, Super wow. NES and Sega Mega Drive. So only a month. This is pretty interesting. Like these games are coming out like right before the tournament, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Next game is Hardball '94 for the Sega Genesis. You have to play Home Run Derby. And you have to play specifically in the Florida Stadium for some reason. Um, <laughs> yeah, flashbacks, Dorian. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. You get 20 pitches and um, receive 1,000 points for every home run. All other hits within the playing field will be scored by distance. Any strikes, foul balls, or caught by the pitcher will score no points. 
Huh. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask, did that game have all of that scoring built into it? Or was there some level of manual like where they had to pay attention? I think you, hmm, I don't remember it too much, but I would imagine that if you're play, like, I think it did keep score, like it kept track of the distance. So I think you could have been able to, to do that, but yeah, a, a little bit hasty on it. Sure. And, um, what was that? How many, how many games were there total? Um, it's a heck of a bit. gauntlet. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still have a few to go, and then there's the Super Nintendo side also. So right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go through all of them. This is good yeah, stuff. Yeah, heck yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I want right. to get this recreated some point, some convention yeah. someday. This is great. That's what I was yep. thinking. That's exactly what okay. I was thinking. All right. Next game is Sonic Three. Uh, no options. This. So it's a little bit different for this one because at the store level you played it the first level Angel Island. Here you right. played at Hi- you played at Hydra City. Mm. Character type: the contestant may select Sonic or Tails, but not both. Mm. I can tell you that I do remember this. Um, one player picked Sonic. Everybody else picked Tails because there's no speed difference between Sonic and Tails, and Tails can fly. Tails can fly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So there's no reason not to pick tails. Right. Uh, so timer, four minutes, stopwatch, or until the character loses all three lives. And then it's pretty much the same thing. You pick the character, you go through the level, you get a bonus um, at the end of the level, um, so on and so forth. So Now in your I, blog post, you talked mm-hmm. about how this is a problem because mm-hmm. you want to go into it? Yeah, so... Obviously, because you play at the second level, you need a save state where you need something in, or you need to use the game's save system to start at Hydra City. Now, the issue is that the game auto-saves whenever you pick up a Chaos Emerald. So because you pick up a Chaos Emerald, the next player that goes in the tournament that's at that station is going to start on a different special stage, which which is not really good for a competition because everything should be the same. That's a Absolutely. critical error. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot of Did you bring players, Did you bring that up to anybody? Um yep. I didn't, but a lot of other people did. Like this was something that Blockbuster absolutely knew at that time mm. when the players were complaining about it. So this does get addressed spoilers for later. Okay. <laughs> And um, that's all the Sega Genesis games for the preliminaries. Um, do you want me to go through the NES uh, ones now? What do you want me to go sure. to the yeah, go okay. through those. Okay, SNES. All right. The first game on the list is Clay Fire Tournament Edition. Mm-hmm. Played on Game Speed 4, difficulty medium, timer on, fun configuration player's choice, four-minute stopwatch, or loses two out of three matches. Um, and it is score at the end of the four minutes. So they're just looking at score. Same idea. Yep. <laughs> Next game is Stunt Race FX. Oh, it's so, a Nintendo game. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Playing Speed Tracks, Novice. Track is Easy Ride, and the type of car is four-wheel drive. Um, all contestants must use a four-wheel drive car. No timer, total time for three laps. And let's see. 
As long as the contestant reaches the next checkpoint before the timer reaches zero, he will continue to race. However, if a contestant sustains too much damage or does not reach a checkpoint in time, that race is over. Contestants will have three chances to finish three laps. Contestants will be scored on their total time for three laps, not their finishing position in the race. So they're just looking at lap time. Mm. Okay. Next game. Tommy Moe's Winter Extreme Skiing and Snowboarding. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most 1994 tournament ever. <laughs> wow. That's random. <laughs> Holy crap. Who published that? Lovely piece of uh, outdoor the uh, Tommy Moe, huh? Mm-hmm. That's M-O-E? M-O-E. 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 Electro Brain. Oh, of course it was. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I didn't even heard of that one. Tommy Moe's Winter Extreme Skiing and Snowboarding. That's great. Yep, Electro Brain. It got three stars. It's, uh, you know, clearly it's a great game. Three out of five. <laughs> yep, game type training, scope, snowboarder ski player's choice, configuration player's choice. You're on the giant fourth course on the far right and the training run giant fourth course far right. Um, no timer, best of two runs. After selecting either skis or snowboard, the contestant will make two runs down the fourth course of the giant run. The contestant's best time of the two runs will count, not the final position. Cool. Okay. The next game is Hardball 3 for the Super NES, which, if memory serves, is just a port of the baseball game that was for the, for the Sega Genesis. Sega, right, yeah. So it's literally the same options. It's Home Run Derby, uh, Florida Stadium, 20 pitches. Nice. Scoring rubric is exactly the same. Uh, let's scroll down. Double Dragon 5 for the Super NES. Oh, no. Jeez. Difficulty normal, time limit 90, 5 continues, music and sound effects on, controls player's choice, strength defense special player's choice, game type tournament, the contestant may select any character, four minutes stopwatch, or final score at the end of five continues. Play for four minutes. You just sort of get the idea of where, like, a lot right. of these just score at the end, or if you lose, yeah. whatever your score is. Right. And then the last one for SNES in the preliminaries is Super Mario All-Stars. You're playing the Lost Levels hmm. with, with Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Three-minute stopwatch or best score after five lives. All contestants start as Mario. Mario must make it to the end of each level to gain bonus points. The contestant will score whatever points are on the screen at the end of three minutes, or the points accumulate at the end of five lives. Once they lose all five lives, the game's over. So interesting that Nintendo did uh, allow... I don't know if they... I don't know what, what the legal ramifications were at that point, but you'd think that they would have had to at least sign off on their games being used. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about what they did even with Evo and uh, just kind of like trying yeah. to fight against Smash Brothers being in a tournament, I'm sure that they would have tried to pursue something at that time. I mean, obviously, the 95 used a Nintendo first party title as well, and specifically the cartridges from the Power Fest. Yep. You know, so I'm not sure if at that time they were as hardcore against the idea of using it. But I mean, history might unveil some things that I'm not aware of. Okay, so I also have the games that were used in the finals. Yes. 
right, so what, so what was the what was the pair down at this point? You there was you know how many people were total at the, at the finals like for each system? Um, I don't know specifically, but I'll tell you how the tournament was scored, and you could sort of infer from there. Right. So for each game that uh that was played, your performance was compared against all the other players in the tournament, and depending on how you placed against everybody else, you were given a number of points. So the first place person in each game got 2,500. The next, the next, the second place person got 2,490. The second place, the third place person got 2,480, so on and so forth. And according to the notes here, it goes down to 500. So you can sort of figure out how 200. many. 200. Oh, so, so, so he means points. He doesn't mean yeah. there were 500 players. Right, two, I'm thinking 200 players then. Oh, no, no. It's uh, He's saying that the first place would get the, what was it, you said 5,000 points or 3,000 points? 2,500. 2,500. And then the bottom place would get 200 points or 500 points, whatever that number 500 was. 500 points, yeah. Yeah, 500 points. But if it's points. going down in increments of 10, mm-hmm. does that mean the math being 200 players? That checks out over here. <laughs> I, but no. I don't way yeah per system that's crazy that's a lot of people to fly out were there that many people can you remember there being that many people there i don't think it was that high to be honest with you maybe it was like maybe half that maybe it was like maybe 200 total maybe 100 on each side my thought is this. Number one, there weren't many regionals, right? There were only uh, a few different regionals. And then they added wild cards, which tells me that there were probably people that they qualified that couldn't go. So my my, my I mean, I want to come back and say you would think that there's actually less people because of the fact that they needed to fill wild card, wild card slots. But, man, if there were really 200 finalists, that's an insane number for well, you- – that time period and the regionals were technically called state finals right i don't remember the branding for it and i don't have any anything to jog my memory for it and it so does were, not you were, say you were in a group so. of eight mm-hmm. and do, do how were those groups numbered? were they numbered were they lettered were they team names give me a second okay Let's see so I have one sheet here. It says contest name, Joseph Franchino. Your player number is 275. Your team number is eight. And then it says your on-deck time is 910. Your gameplay time is 915. And your team leader is name. So, so there, are at least, there are at least eight teams, and my player number is 275. Whether or not they started at one or not is, is a question, but... Because that that could lend to the idea that there were 400 people, 200 from each system. Wow. Whew. It did seem like a lot. So how many people made it to the next round? It was a 16-person elimination for each side. So you cut from the full field to 16. So I actually do want to talk about that because Mm -hmm. all of those games that I talked about before was played on day one. Mm-hmm. At the start of day two, instead of going right into it, they determined the top 14, and then they played a wild card game to get into the t- like, and then the top two would go on 
to be seeds 15 and 16. So in our packet, it says the wild card game is going to be random. And I don't remember if it was for Super NES, because it could have been. But for Sega Genesis, we played Sonic 3 at the Angel Island Zone, probably because there were so many problems with the game played on Saturday. Mm. So it's good they rectified that. Yep. So pretty much everybody knew the the special Sage trick, and um, I got nervous and hit left at the wrong time and oh. special attempt. So, you know, that's going to happen. And, you know, what? like, sure, like, nerves and it's the first time in that type of environment so like like it's disappointing but like not surprising so and and you're 11 in a land of 16 17 year olds so Mm -hmm. you're you're this is this is way out of your league Mm -hmm. just just being there has got to be an amazing experience so i can't oh yeah were were you disappointed or is it just like okay i mean I'm, i'm anticipating relief if i'm in that situation yeah i was a little disappointed because i knew like at that point like it was over but at the same time, it's like, okay, I get to watch the finals. I don't have to, I don't have to do anything else. It's just like, like I can play video games now and enjoy it and not have to worry about it later. So how much time is in between the games when you're playing in the qualifying round? Cause are you, are you going around to the other stations or are you just too nervous? Are you, are, are you going, are you testing out the incredible Hulk or whatever the, Brands making new games are going on at the show. Yeah, like, well, um, I can't remember specifics, but I do remember that you were you brought on, you know, off and on, off and on. So in between your rounds, you got to explore the space that was around there. So I was mostly playing around with Beavis and Butthead because it's 1994, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> right. Um, yes. Yeah, and... A funny thing is, I mentioned this in my blog, that the demo version is actually unbeatable because in one of the levels, you have a senior citizen chasing you on a motorized scooter, and the motorized scooter goes faster than the character can run, so you can never beat that section. Oh, wow. (laughs) Good oversight. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was intentional or not, but that's... They fixed it on release, so it was fine. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Huh. All right. So then um, I guess the next question would be uh, how much interaction was there between the the, uh, the group? So in other words, let's say they were splitting it by system. The Genesis side and the Super Nintendo side, was there a lot of intermingling with those groups or were they in separate rooms? How did that work out? It was all in the same space. It was just mm-hmm. on two separate sides of the main stage. Like here are your eight or whatever um, Sega Genesis consoles, each on their own platform. And then on the other side of the stage, there were eight SNES systems, each on their own platform. So Terry Lee Torok of Nintendo World Championship fame is also the MC of this event. Is he also doing the uh, announcing for the qualifying rounds, or was he only there brought on for the finals? I don't remember. Don't remember? Nobody was like announcing your play while you're up on stage because you're doing this on the main stage correct yes and not that i can remember i don't have any recollection of anybody doing commentary like that i do remember a commentary like that at the at the regional level um we had a um (laughs) we had a radio uh, personality on uh one of the morning shows um that was doing mc duties um i think it was do you remember who elvis duran 
Elvis Duran. All right, Z100, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So, I'm a New Yorker, so, you know, I grew up there. <laughs> of course. Yeah. And, yeah, he was doing commentary, and I remember him talking about how in my second round match about great defensive play that I made, and I was just tuning it out because – I'm in the middle of the game and yeah. you're distracting. And... Shut up, Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was when you're up on stage? I mean, are, it's pretty I've, I've seen a few pictures and video, not a whole lot, but it's pretty high up. What's mm-hmm. the crowd like? Are, is there a lot of people watching or is this a prelims and everybody's kind of just doing their own thing, not even paying attention since this is going on all day? It's it's that second thing because it was going on all day. Right. Players, the players are out either like if it was lunchtime getting lunch or if it was or they're out playing the demos or depending on when the celebrity signings were scheduled, they're out getting the out getting autographs or, or what have you. So uh, what celebrities we have here at this prestigious blockbuster yeah. going to Fort Lauderdale? <laughs> well, just in case you didn't know, it was the 90s. The uh, celebrity hosts were um jonathan taylor thomas from home improvement and and <laughs> and jenna von oy from blossom ah uh, i would nice. guess saved by the bell would be in there i guess not <laughs> nah <laughs> and it was very apparent that they were just like reading lines that they had memorized and rehearsed because it's it seemed obvious that they were not gamers per se so right. that's fine whatever they, they were there and that was cool very were you fun. nervous at all up on stage then? I mean, you're 11, so how? What's the? Are you? Were you? Did you get better as the day went on with the with six different games? Um, I think I did get better. Um, the main thing I remember is that I was looking down at the screen the entire time. I tried not to pay attention to the audience or the stands or the environment around me. I just tried to try tried to tune that out as best as I could. Right. Did they have a uh, like how how did they have the stage set up? Was it something where you were kind of uh, standing at each station, or was it like a sit on the floor type thing? What was the situation there? I think it was standing. Like if you can just try to like picture like a the platform that has like a small-ish CRT mm-hmm. um, television with. I think the game would have to be in like a cabinet or something because otherwise this doesn't work. But then like, it's just on like a vertical, like almost like a podium almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, cool. That's as much as I can remember. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Were they using a six button or three button controllers? You, you mentioned one was like the three button configuration, but for a lot of the fighting games, especially super street fighter, if you're playing with three button controller, Forget about it. He specifically said three button for Super Street Fighter. I did. Oh catch God! That. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Yep. I Blockbuster did catch going that. cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't want to swap out controllers, or I guess I don't know. Wow. Interesting. So right. you do your um. Okay, oh, go ahead, Dory. Oh, I was just going to ask. So, like, uh, when when you're up there and you're and you're going through, do you have any idea how the other competitors are doing? Like, do you do they have scores up somewhere? Is there anything that kind of tips you off as to how you're doing, or is it just like, we'll see how I did? There was nothing on the main stage. Um, supposedly, there was like scores on like in the convention center, like on the like outside. So, like, if you go out to like where the the video games are, you could 
see something, but again, can't really tell you too much about that because it was just lost in the sands of time. So, but according to what's in here, that there should have been something that lets you see what your standing was. Makes sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. So mm -hmm. as you're monitoring so, all this, like, is she, uh, is she bored to tears after game five or is she still <laughs> encouraging or is she having a good time? Is she hanging out with the chick from Blossom? I mean, <laughs> um, she was just watching me because I was the, one of the youngest players in the tournament. So she wanted to, to like, I was still at that age where it's just like, you, you can't leave them alone. And yeah, <laughs> my daughter's 10. So I'm, trying to picture my daughter in this situation and I just can't. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's where I was. So like mom was just basically with me the entire time and that, that was fine. What was your question, Dorian? You know, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those questions. Questions are popping into my head. Cause obviously, you know, there's a lot to know about the event, but like, as I'm listening to the answers of other things, it's just spinning. You know how that goes. You know, it's really good stuff that you kept a lot of these, like the documents and stuff. That's a, the, a lot of the stuff gets lost, and you know the format's amazing. Even the fact that you have that, <laughs> thank thank God for keeping that. And you know, I hope that, like I said, I hope we get a website up with a good documentation of history. So hopefully, <laughs> one day I can ask you to borrow those or get some scans. Um, so going on to the, to, so you got your top sixteen. So what happened <laughs> at this point? This is Saturday afternoon, I take it. Um, no, this is on Sunday. So. Oh, the, so Saturday was just just the Sonic, and that was it. Um, mm, the Sonic playoff game was on Sunday. Sunday morning. Okay, okay, they got the days yeah. mixed up. Yeah, yeah. The Sonic Three was played on Saturday. That was in high. That was the Hydro City Zone, and that was the one that caused problems. And then uh, Sonic Three was played as the wild card game on Sunday, and that determined your top six. And that determined the last two of your top sixteen. Which is also good. It gets everybody back out to the venue again, because if mm -hmm. everybody knew they sucked and didn't have another chance, they probably would just mm -hmm. would skip Sunday and go to the beach or something. Yeah. So <laughs> giving everybody a second chance on Sunday was mm -hmm. probably good, good uh, semantics there. Yep. Okay, so the finals. Um, so the playoffs were, again, this is not in order because I don't like it doesn't tell you what the order is, but I'll tell you the games that were that were featured. So. Mm -hmm. For both Sega and Super Nintendo, you had Madden 94. And, and at this point, everything's head-to-head. -head. So you're not playing for score. You're actually playing against another, another player. So it was uh, toss a coin to determine who picks their team first. Both finalists choose their teams and compete for two quarters. Game length is 20 minutes and the weather is fair. Wow. So two 20-minute two, two quarters? Are, mm, wow. That's a it's long a, time. That's so yeah. long. Yeah. It says game length 20 minutes. Now, granted, in-game time may move faster than real time because I definitely know that Tecmo... Tecmo like, is fast, but I think Madden used real time, and that could be two 10-minute quarters. Mm -hmm. That's still pretty hardcore. I mean, it, yeah. most players would go for five, but that's interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, he so, said, you said you said it's a 20-minute game, and says, you played two quarters. That'd be five minutes piece, right? Yeah, it says game length 20 minutes, and that's the information I have in front of me. Yeah. Yeah, so it'd be you're playing two quarters, five minutes per quarter, right? I think that'd be two five minute quarters, would be ten minutes. That's what I'm thinking. Right. But yeah, um, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Okay, I get you what you're saying. So you said it's a twenty minute title game. They only play ten minutes of that. Well, okay. Exactly. That makes more sense. All right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. 
Yeah. <laughs> Freaking math. <laughs> and We're here so we are. We would never have to deal with math. No. All right. I'll mention this because this is interesting. The finalist with the most points will advance to the next round. If both finalists are tied, the player with the most offensive yards will advance to the next round. Ooh, interesting. Nice tiebreak. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next is virtual racing, which was only for the Sega Genesis. Uh, free run, expert track, five laps, transmission player's choice. All players will race on the expert track for five laps. The finalists with the best lap time will advance to the next round. So we don't know which of the four rounds this is. No, I don't have that, unfortunately. But uh, I'm okay. Go ahead, finish them out. I have a, I have a guess, but we'll, we'll, so. Okay, the next game on the list is Super Street Fighter Two for the SNES. Game select is versus battle. Difficulty four stars. Time limit yes. Configuration player's choice. Both players may choose the same characters. Finalists compete in three battles. Each battle consisting of three rounds. The winner of two out of three rounds wins the battle. The finalist who wins two out of three battles advances to the next round. So this seems pretty standard. Yeah. All right. So the next game on the list is the finals, which is NBA Jam for Sega Genesis and SNES. But I do want to talk about that one game that's missing, because if you're keeping track, there's one game that's missing. Mm -hmm. I'm going to rewind. Back to to Friday night. Let's go way back. (laughs) So on Friday night, all the players, all the chaperones, everybody in, like, some press was there too, was at uh, the dinner. So the dinner was at whatever hotel, marina, or whatever it is. Um, You know, it's a nice dinner, and then they show us a couple of promotional things. One of them is from Shaquille O'Neal. And Shaquille O'Neal is talking about a game that will revolutionize whatever. (laughs) And then he says, Shaq (laughs) Fu. And at this point, nobody knows what's going on because this is the first time we're hearing about any of this. Like, what's a Shaq Fu? Don't know. Well, Sunday rolls around and we get to see what's up. So the players in the playoff got to play Shaq Fu for the first time. Oh, boy. Right right then and there, having absolutely no prep time on it whatsoever. Wow. Those poor... Was was Shaq Fu, like, even promoted, like, at all before it came out? I mean, I I had, like, GamePro and EGM subscriptions back in the day. I don't remember hearing about it until after it came out and how it was kind of a joke even at that point. No, this was the first time any of us... Goodness gracious. And what round was this did this take place in? I it doesn't say, but I want to say this was the round of eight. Wow. Mm. I think that's what it was. So those the poor la- souls. Yeah. Yeah. The last round was NBA Jam, timer speed three, tag mode on, computer assist on, player's choice for the for the configuration. After a coin toss decides who picks the teams first, both finals choose their teams and play a full game head-to-head. Most points wins the tournament. And the winners were Fred Doty Dottie for the Sega Genesis and Mark Ganane for the Super Nintendo. I do at least have that, but the runners-up or any of the other finalists, I got no clue. So you're like the first person I could find and <laughs> that 
did any of this and were i mean so were you watching the finals or were you like this kind of sucks and let's go you watched it awesome yeah um yeah i was there because why not this is this is the last one everyone yeah everyone was still there and the, the stands were all filled and it was just a really it was really cool because you got to see the cool stuff happen in nba jam you got to see you know the backboard you know glass shatter you got to see he's on fire you got to see all the cool stuff that you wanted to see when you were when you were playing the game so it was it was super cool and i was i was really like even though i was not in the term like i was eliminated at that point i was still really excited to to be there was the rest of the crowd pre-electric for it too absolutely without a doubt really cool Mm -hmm. and um when you went home, what else? What other did you get? Any goodies other than your documentation and a T-shirt? Like, what type of stuff did you get to take home for this? Well, there was a couple of other things. Um, I'm going to show you this. These are leatherless. I'm uh, not leatherless. These oh, are, nice. These are fingerless gloves, which I think still fit me. I'm going to try them out. By the way, that's amazing that that shirt still fits you. I have to. I have to mention that. Well, just remember that on 11 year old, this shirt just absolutely <laughs> yeah. This was just he was like swimming in it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you were thinking ahead though, man. Good, good mm-hmm. on you. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And then the fingerless gloves are still. Oh, yeah. oh those are. Again, <laughs> those are power, power glove. Yeah. I don't know if anybody wore them on stage, but it was absolutely cool to have. Um, yeah. There was another sh- uh, t-shirt that um, it had this sort of branding on it, but on the back, it said a claim. And it had whatever their slogan was at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where that shirt is, but I'm pretty sure I still own it. So nice. That, that's floating around somewhere. Um, there was also a bunch of other like little things as well. Um, I think there was like a Nintendo Power magazine somewhere in there. There was probably uh, I remember there being like a like a blue sort of like thick like shirt that had Donkey Kong Country like mm-hmm. embroider on it. Um, I don't remember too much else. I don't remember any games specifically. Yeah. Um, and there was a, it's not specifically swag, but I do remember on Saturday night, um, Blockbuster took the contest, took the players to their, um, to the theme park that they owned. It was Blockbuster, <laughs> some Blockbuster theme park in Fort Lauderdale. Wow. And they gave us all, you know, player cards that look a lot like the Dave and Buster cards now, but this this is my first time, like, wow, you don't need quarters to play the video games. This is uh, amazing. Yeah, this is pretty the beginning of that era. So this was like an arcade? Yep. This was mm-hmm. an arcade and a mini golf course. Mm. Nobody played mini golf because why would you? You're here to play video games. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> And that, that was a, that was a good night of fun, and of course, um, the shuttles ran back to the hotel like every half hour, but no one really was on the shuttles until the last two. So, yeah, <laughs> well, good, yeah. you got your money's worth. Like, who wants who wants to leave early, right, and stay yeah. here and play free video games? Mm-hmm. So, what what was your history with video games in general? Like, what made you get into this tournament in the first place? Um. So I wasn't really too much of a competitive video gamer. And even now I wouldn't really consider myself a competitive video gamer. I just like 
I saw the opportunity to play video games in a tournament. Like this is completely new to me. Like I've never heard of a video game tournament before this. So I'm like, oh, and it's right here. Like I could just go to Blockbuster. I'm here all the time anyway. Let's just <laughs> let's just do that. And that's sort of what kicked that off. And it was like it was really just like happenstance and an accident that somehow nobody else did the special stage trick in Sonic Three. Like right. Like, like if anybody else does that and has like even like a like decent routing for the rest of the level, they probably beat my score. So like, I th- I, th- I think I've tried it under I think I don't know if it was a timeline of four minutes I think, but I've tried it before. And I think if you're really like if you're pretty good, you can probably even get two special stages at one time, like if you know the exact route and <laughs> get it done to perfection. But yeah, you know, but that's something it. It's it's crazy that it was in the damn magazine that you go to the special stages to get fifty thousand points, and yet so few people did it until the finals when everybody knew how to do it at that point. But you know, mm-hmm. good, it got you in, and that's that's an amazing story. Yeah, all, all these all these big kids who are great at NBA Jam mm-hmm. sucks to be them. You're the one going to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so you you were mentioning obviously you were a Genesis guy because you brought up the fact that uh, the one that re- you really cared about was Genesis. What was it? Um, console wars type thing or did, is that just the one that you grew up on so you got to see which games were on the on each list before you signed up and mm-hmm. i knew sonic 3 better than i knew turtles in time better than i knew clay yeah. fighter so it, yeah. that was that wasn't a choice like it was it was, gonna, it. it was getting to be that one anyway makes sense Mm-hmm. And and so what what were you uh, what were you really into as an eleven year old kid like what games really did it for you what was in your collection? Um, at that point, it was like on the Sonic, uh, you know, obviously the I had both a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis. Um, nice. I I love the Sonic games. Um, I had a couple of other things like I had like I like. I had Thunder Force 3 at the time. I had um, a couple of oddball Sega Genesis games. Like I had like the Super Volleyball game that was on that. Um, I had Pac-Man 2, which I don't know if that was Ooh. there at the time, but um, I do remember still having that. On Super Nintendo, obviously the Super Mario line, that was very good. I like Super Metroid, that was out. I Yeah, that had to be out in the first half of 94, I think. Yeah, it was sometime in '94. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just I liked the the games that were there and like the the Mega Man X games I liked at the time too. So that was that's really what um what I was what I liked at that at that point. So nice. this this whole thing took place over the summer, right? The the mm-hmm. qualifiers like in May and June, and then the finals are in August. So yes. did any of your classmates in school ever hear about this at any point or? Did by the time you got back to school, it had already been you know a month ago, and that's old news already. And <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't even get to bask in your glory. Yeah, it was it was not something that was um, really talked about afterwards. Like mm-hmm. it, it, wow. it was it was old it was old at that point. And just remember that I was eleven, so I was going into sixth grade. This was the start of middle school. Oh yeah. So, so it was the transition between elementary and middle school. So mm-hmm. there, there really wasn't like it was. It was all nerves, and you didn't want to really call um, attention. <laughs> call attention to that. You didn't want to give people a reason to make fun of you. And playing in a video game tournament would yes. have been that. 
That sucks. Yeah. So yeah. what inspired you to write that blog post, say, 10, 10 or so years ago? Um, it was primarily because I haven't, like, like, I want to just get it down somewhere. Like, I, like, this thing happened, like, this is a great moment in my life because it right. was, like, it was this huge tournament. I got to play video games and I got to, and Blockbuster Video paid for me to go down there and, it, like, I didn't have, like, I didn't have to pay any money to do that. It was just, like, here, you get to, you get to go to Florida and you get to play against some of the best players in the nation and in the world. And, I want to just get that down there. And I was trying to like, like at the time that I wrote it, I was trying to like, Hey, maybe I'll be a better writer and I can write about things that I know. And, right. and like, after you asked me to, to come on here, I looked back at the blog and between then and now I've written a column for the Yu-Gi-Oh trading card game. I'm a more experienced writer. And now I'm looking back at that. And I'm just like, Oh my God, I need to revise this. This is You're a little, 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 little cringy, but that was early internet blogging. You know, yeah. that was, mm-hmm. let, let it be a little edgy, a little self-deprecating, but you know, it's, it, it's it, honestly like an inception sort of time capsule here. It's like mm-hmm. looking back at yourself, looking back at yourself, which is mm-hmm. itself kind of cool. And, mm-hmm. and the internet is not the, time capsule people claim it is a lot of stuff goes up in smoke mm-hmm. and disappears yeah like like old film like old video games old internet is really hard to come by and, and mm-hmm. i'm glad that it's still up there and i hope that in an odd way i hope that blog post is conserved in some, in some way or another <laughs> just just because it's 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 a it, it's it's that it, it was 2008 or so right that's when you wrote it but that that's still before the social media really took over and, and people yeah. were still making their own websites and their own content. So mm-hmm. yep. I, it, it's, it's, I'm glad it's still up and you didn't, you know, lapse and fall into the, you know, in the abyss. So, yep. Mm-hmm. And, and, and since then, I, like when I checked it out, there were people who were writing comments, like just like a year ago, who are also yeah. finalists in this tournament. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a beacon for these other finalists and hopefully we can get to talk to them and get their stories as well. And I'm, I'm just, you know, the, the fact you have that game list, that's amazing. I, I can't wait to, recreate that tournament in some form or another at some point down the line yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah i think the gauntlet style tournaments are really interesting anyway so I'm, I'm kind of excited about the idea of putting one of these together using that information that you provided so kudos for that thank you yeah no problem did you ever take part in any other tournaments like the blockbuster 2 like the power fest in 94 or what no, no. none of those I, I was aware that Blockbuster had a second tournament, but it was only for Super Nintendo, and it was only for Donkey Kong Country, if I remember correctly. Yep. There was and a Genesis version. Um, in fact, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was NBA game? Jam Tournament Edition and Judge Dread. Judge Dread, that was it. And yeah, it yeah. was on a special cartridge, <laughs> and that cartridge <laughs> is like the most insanely expensive Sega Genesis cartridge of all time. I would imagine. Yeah, somebody found one in a Goodwill auction, and it went for like ten grand. So it's. <laughs> It's it's and it's an awful game. Judge Dread is dreadful. I mean, it's in the title, so yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'm a dad. Uh, but these that's these that's the thing with these tournament cartridges. I, I mean, they're super rare and they've got some history behind them. So even mm-hmm. you didn't even know about it, and you you were a participant in the first one. So yeah, it's. Um, and then did you continue playing video games? When did you, did you transition into? You talk about Yu-Gi-Oh, and we talked earlier. Mm-hmm. You said how. You'd been to my own town of Columbus for a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. So, like, what, mm-hmm. what's your uh, 
adult life like and how did you transition over or do you still play video games today kind of talk about what's happened since then yeah so i've i've always like played video games casually so like i just i just love like like the final fantasy games i love playing um so on like kingdom hearts obviously Mm -hmm. um like it sort of like fell by the wayside when i was in college because that's just what happens in college because things happen but mostly um things went into trading card games so i started playing the star wars trading card game in i want to say 96 um and like it was always like second to magic the gathering um and then when pokemon tcg came up like those three were just like the three like that was just it you were at Um, the peak age when that came out too like 13 14 mm -hmm. years old yeah yep um eventually the star wars card game just faded away only because decipher which was the company that made that game lost the license to make star wars cards so they like the game was just still doing well but then the rug got pulled out from under them and no more star wars card game that's something Um, else you could blame the prequels on (laughs) (laughs) the prequels are coming out so the license fee went up and they couldn't put it anymore yes Well, they did make prequel cards. Like there are sets that have like the episode one symbol on it. So oh, wow. they were there, but um, not before episode two. Episode two, it was gone by that point. Yeah. Um, so um, I s- started like just casually collecting Yu-Gi-Oh during college because it's a cartoon about card games and I'm about card games. So I just like, just like picked up a, picked up a pack here and there. Um, entered my first regional qualifier in 2006 and that just kicked me off uh, a track of wow I, I like this game I like this community so that sort of got me into playing locally that got me into judging locally which is just running tournaments and that got me into judging regional qualifiers and I started judging at the championship series events so on and so forth um and I was going to so many different cities for judging. Like I was in Columbus numerous times. Let's say we had we had the one hundredth, we had the two hundredth YCS Yu-Gi-Oh Championship Series event in Columbus last year, I believe. Um, we had the one hundredth in uh, in Long Beach, California. I've been to Dallas Fort Worth a bunch of times. We've been to Atlanta a bunch of times. It's just so for- Talking like 100 is like what, once a month, once a quarter? It's pretty much once, like the championship series events are average about once a month. Yeah. Okay. So like, so over the span of the entire organized play history, we're up to like 200 and something events. And that's just like, that's just amazing. And they're still going and that's, that's super cool. So that competitiveness when you were 11 is still there just in a different format and i I, that's Mm -hmm. what we like on the show is you know how Mm -hmm. that affects people in their adult lives and Mm -hmm. and that's super awesome that you've i see Mm -hmm. a big giant collection behind you so (laughs) all those are actually commons and uncommon oh yeah commons uh the rares the rares (laughs) valuable stuff is in a lock and key somewhere in a bank vault (laughs) They're in binders, but I have them in the other room because I'm currently doing stuff and I uh, <laughs> I need to get the cards at a moment's notice. So they're there. Nice. They're there for that. That's yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. So like 
I was actually like judging from like 2008 actively until about 2015, 2016. And I was actually like a, like the head judge for a couple of these. And just that it gives you a real appreciation for the scale and the logistics of how big tournaments go. And that's mm. in any activity, not just card gaming. Cause like, if you're like looking at like a big video game tournament, you have to know like, okay, you need these consoles here. You need this here. You need to know where all these players are going to be. You need to know when they're scheduled, so on and so forth. You need to understand the way Sonic saves your game after you get a chaos Emerald. Yeah. Right. Like, like that's so you can I mean, professionals can screw things up to that degree, which we've also discovered on the show quite a few times. Right. Yeah. So it, it's kind of a good lesson for running anything. It's like kind of like consider all the options and you better know your crap. Yeah. I mean, it's 1994 and it's this was probably some like a gamer did not make this right. Like a gamer didn't. No. Like, right. This is a marketing stunt. That's mm. maybe not a stunt, but it's it's a marketing event. Get your name out there. Get the blockbuster name. Get that married with video games more. Mm-hmm. Like, what was the actual title? Because it's like blockbuster video game, or it's it blockbuster video is its own name, but then game somewhere has to be added to the <laughs> the title of blockbuster video. So, but it's it's probably what you got it. You're the man. Block, blockbuster video, 1994 World Game Championship finals okay because if you look at the symbol on your shirt you can't really tell the order of the words they're right. like, like a circle and a symbol around and you can't really you could you could you could word soup that thing and arrange it however you want but it's good that you have the official title and i'll have to like re-go through that and then type it out in the description of the video <laughs> well they added the word video under game if you look at here can you see that world video game championships too so mm-hmm. apparently it went from game to video game that the next year. It's <laughs> a good thing they fixed that part. <laughs> right. Because I'm sure people were really confused. Like they were thinking it was enough. Yeah, either way. Did you get anything else for winning your store? I guess while he showed up his little uh, placard there. Not that I'm aware of. I don't remember, but I don't have anything to that effect. Not even free rentals or I was uh, say that I do remember uh, for the two. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about the one, but two, they definitely gave you free video game rentals. There was probably a free game, video game rental in there, but I can't speak definitively to that. I remember the snarky comment in your article about how, you know, you had to play six different games so that, you know, that was six rental. <laughs> fees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. That, that yeah. helped pay for the, the flights. Mm hmm. Did you feel guilty that, you know, you were getting a free vacation on the backs of all those late fees? Oh, gosh. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did Blockbuster charge rewind fees? I don't remember. <laughs> they did, yeah. They had that. Yeah. that. That's how you got out there. Mm-hmm. Have you gone by that black location? What What is it now? That's that's a fun game, I guess, everybody who's been in this tournament can play. Like, what is my Blockbuster turned into? A liquor right. store. Nice. Oh. <laughs> Childhood ruined. <laughs> you well, walk into the liquor store. This is where I won. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's the Smithtown location. The Hop Hog location closed and nothing has taken its place. It is just an empty lot. Bad. Mm-hmm. It could, uh, you got to get a picture of yourself for that liquor store at some point. Though. That's a nice little, yeah, right. this is the 25th anniversary, like this summer. So you should, you should make a, Blockbuster Championship 25 montage and like up in a kind of a sad face and a brown bag. 
<laughs> and a Genesis controller in one hand. Yes. 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 Yep. Three Genesis, in the other. It's the saddest one. <laughs> so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, man. So, uh, did you have any other siblings, or had I, I? I'm just trying to get the general yeah. sense of like who else do you share this with, and if you have any kids now, or is it sort? I mean, it seems like the way you treated it in 08 when you wrote the blog post, like this was kind of a weird, cool thing that I want to document, but mm-hmm. I'm not like a superstar or anything. But yeah, it's. I mean, uh, and thanks for being with us, by the way, and sharing your story with us because this is really great stuff. Yeah, not a problem. Um, I have a younger sister, but she is not a gamer at all. My parents don't video game. They were just sort of like, let Joey do his thing. Um, so it was just just me and my family. Like, uh, of my family, it was just me that was just just doing this. But you were smart enough to keep this all the stuff, and that's mm-hmm. okay, we that's really awesome. Thank you from us and anybody else who's into the subject. <laughs> so it, at the finals, they had autographs, right? So right. I, I did not get any autographs for Jonathan Taylor Thomas or Jenna Von Oy because I was just not interested. But um, I did get an autograph, and this is only because of the opportunity, from Glenn Rice, who is a... Uh, nice. Um, Miami basketball or football? Player. Right, basketball, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Miami Heat. Sports So, ball. yep, sports ball. So he, um, he was just giving out autographs, and there was no line, so I'm like, can you sign my Nintendo Power magazine? So we signed the back of it. And he he didn't seem enthralled by the idea. And I was just like, ah, I, I kind of feel you there. I'm not, I'm not really about this either. So I had I had that I had that magazine. And um I don't know where that is now. I haven't seen that in like 20 years. So oh, that's no. yeah. So that's somewhere. So yeah. It's probably in a trash heap. Right. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. at least you kept the good stuff. I mean, the gun rice is cool, but right. whatever, mm-hmm. that, that, uh, a Nintendo like that's really specific. You, I don't mm-hmm. think you yeah. can sell a sports card shop. No, like Not I had a relevant. yeah, I had a subscription to Game Pro, so I kept the old Game Pro magazines, and the Nintendo Power magazine probably went in the trash with the rest of the Game Pro magazines at oh. that point because every everything was just falling apart at that point, and right. yeah. And Game Pros were like those staple folds too. They just easily, mm-hmm. so easily yeah. fell apart. They didn't have the binding like the Nintendo Powers did. Yeah. Right. Uh, was Glenn Rice in NBA Jam? <laughs> I don't remember. Because like, that that could have been relevant. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if he had signed a copy of NBA Jam, if he was in it. But I don't even know if he was. I'm, I don't know. You only, had, you only had a, you only had the two or three player rosters at that point. So yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh well. Mm-hmm. Did you do you still have your Sega Genesis? I could show you, yes. All right, there we go. You kept that at least. Good, good, mm-hmm. good man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta see that. We recognize that sound. That is the <laughs> oh, oh Sega look CD. at that. Yes. Model one. OG Model 1 with Sega CD. Nice. That's great. Wait till he gets back here. Mm-hmm. All right, I can hear you. Yeah, hey, welcome back. So the OG Model 1 with uh, with the Sega CD, that's great. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, this was not OG. Um, OG is on. It was bottom mounted. This is on the side. This is the second model. Well, it's like the, the Genesis was. OG. The Genesis itself is. Oh, the model. oh okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. The the yeah the first Sega CD was huge. I think mm-hmm. it was a beast. Yeah. yeah. Only the really dedicated people had the Sega CD. That was that was kind of like the the delineation there. Like you Sega, mm-hmm. you just you know you had your Super Nintendo fans, your Sega fans, but if you went to the Sega CD or anything beyond that, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you you were in that extreme mm-hmm. case of weirdo that I was. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm the one guy who bought a 32X the month that came out. So. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've still got mine. Mm-hmm. Mine's still hanging out down there. Mm-hmm. Granted, I only have two games. I have uh, Sewer Shark and Ground Ground Zero Texas, but those are fine. Oh, yeah. 32X. Yeah, yeah, right I don't know if you uh, keep up with modern games, but uh, there's a company called Limited Run Games that does very small print runs for like PlayStation and Nintendo Switch. And they are re-releasing some of those FMV games by digital pictures. So they've done <laughs> Night Trap. They've done Double Switch. They just announced, I think, Ground Zero Texas or another. I, maybe it was Zombie Corp, Corp Zombie, Zombie Killer. Uh, but they're, they're yeah, they're, they're, they got, you know, that, that film footage. So there's nothing stopping them from putting it in 4K or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> so they're imagine? re-releasing those things. So yeah, instead of that grainy Sega CD video, you get to see so, it in so glorious see Sewer Shark in glorious 4D. I mean the 4D. Wow, 4K. <laughs> 4D. Was... I want to be able to smell the Sewer Shark. Yes, <laughs> your radigators. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was one of my uh, closet favorite games. I was I, w- I would never like admit that in public back in the day, just... but I, <laughs> I just did now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else you want to add before we finish up here? It's been a pleasure talking to you. Yeah. No, I've I've pretty much said everything that I needed to say, and like the the weekend was the best weekend that I had. Like at that point, it was just it was just the coolest thing that I got to play video games. I got to play in a tournament. I got to see other kids that, granted, they were older than me, but I got to like see other people that played and enjoyed video games as much as I did. And it was such a cool yeah. experience. And I, uh, I am so glad that, uh, you guys reached out to me and, uh, I got to talk about this again. Yeah, this was great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Especially with the tournament like this, where there's really not much information out there. You mm-hmm. know, we're going to keep picking away at people, trying to find people that can give the next amount of detail and so on and so forth. So like, this is one of those tournaments that like, it still upsets me to this day that I didn't even know that they were regionals. I just won the stores and walked away. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. I had yeah. no idea. You know, I don't remember much about the tournament at all. I think they purposely didn't tell us. Yeah. And, and two, I don't think us. they had regionals. I think they just, they, 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 like everybody else who does these, gigantic tournaments they realize that it's really expensive to fly 200 400 yeah. people down to florida so good point. the second one only had 13 finalists so i don't know how they parried down 5,000 stores to 13 people right but they did somehow and then the finals were covered in another game pro because they just flew about to the game pro offices in san francisco so a lot, uh-huh. a lot lower key event for the second one and I think a guy from Britain won. It was it's a really uh, with uh, more odd games this time around. And then you had like that, like we said, the tournament cartridge for the Genesis version and the the uh, Donkey Kong Country for Super Nintendo. But it, it's it, it's important stuff though. And as and like we talked about in other episodes, Mark Ganane, the uh, winner for the Super Nintendo, had the best 1994 ever. He won the Blockbuster tournament. He finished second in the Sega World Championships to our first guest, Chris Tang, and he was also in the 1994 Power Fest, finishing 
he finished in the finals. He didn't finish very high in the finals, but he got three trips out of playing video games that year. And I want to get his ass on the show on these days. So yeah, uh, he, hopefully. Yeah. If he won the 1994 tournament, he was also on the today show because the winners got to go on the today show. Oh, we got to see if we can find that clip. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's out there somewhere. Maybe reach out to somebody at that, uh, at the stations that were carrying that. I'm sure that somebody has the footage. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you, Joe. And uh, if anybody else is part of the Blockbuster, any of these tournaments, feel free to hit us up on uh, Facebook or Twitter, or whatever we're on. I don't. I haven't got a Twitter account for the show. Yeah, I need set to, it up. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I need to set it up, but you can at least contact us on our YouTube channel, and uh, we we want to get all the stories. Uh, I don't. There was a little girl in that uh, Sega tournament that Chris Tang was a part of who was taking a vacation in Florida and accidentally won a tournament. So I want to talk to her. I want to talk to everybody. So this is, this has been great. And uh, thanks for watching guys.